My name is Maria. And my name is Ina. And we are going to discuss some questions about the Greenfield Tower documentary. What is your initial response having seen the documentary about Greenfield Tower? Did you find it interesting, shocking, moving, boring? Try to express why. I thought the film was interesting because I got a lot of information about a dramatic accident, but it was also tragic since people lost their lives and others lost family members. It was especially sad when I learned about the pregnant woman that died. And the footage of the fire was shocking and looked scary and dangerous. And to see the real footage of the fire made a huge impact on me. I thought the film was really interesting, and I think the stories through the victims were really sad. I think it was thoughtful of the school to have a memorial for Mehdi El Wahhabi, who were just eight. And it hit me when one of the victims said that their baby died because his heart couldn't handle the lack of oxygen. The filmmaker of the documentary is Katie Russell, and the organization behind it is BBC Newsnight. The film is about the fire in Greenfield Tower of London that happened 14th of June 2017 at around 1am. The film focuses on the harrowing story of the 10 adults and 5 children who lived on the 21st floor. The fire was in June and the film was out in September, already three months after the accident. The film deals with a tragic accident that took place in London on June 14, 2007. Those who had to do with the building or lived there are helping to tell what happened. The intention of the film is to document the incident. The film is showing what happened in this tragic fire where people lost their homes and lives. The film is also helping to spread awareness. The film is based on the fire that started in a kitchen and spread. If we analyze the film, we can say that it takes the sides to the relatives who are struggling after the incident and uh, will document their experience from the incident and after the incident. I think some people might find the content of the documentary distressing, so I would say the film is aimed for people who are not too young to watch and are interested in what happened in the accident. It could also be aimed at people who went through the same thing and maybe struggle with the same things as the victims. There is a narrator in the film who talks continuously, but most of what is told is from the people being interviewed. I think the voices in the film are mostly coming from the people who are living in the building who's getting interviewed and also also victims and people who observed it. From what I could see, the filmmaker mostly used interviews to get the message across, but at some points there was used reconstructions of what the building looked like before the fire too. Some of the people who talked cried and that created a compassion and attention to what they were talking about. They are showing us live photos and videos from the accident, which can appear as a strong message. Does the film deal with facts or opinions? I think the film deals with facts because we can see real footage of the burning tower and we know how many people that survived and how many people that did not make it from the 21st floor. We can also say that the film deals with opinions because it also includes personal perspectives since the surviving people are talking about their experience from the fire and people that live there describe people or what the building looked like before the incident. 
The narrator who speaks is happy to present facts, while those who are interviewed come with personal opinions. And what do you think? Do you think the film deals with facts or opinions? I think that the film deals with both facts and opinions. What sources does the film rely on? Are they credible? The film relies on people that lived in the tower. Uh, for instance, Andrea Gomes, Chris Jones, and Chris Jones talks about that no one answered the phone and he was worried. Marco Gomes, Lee Stewart, Lulaya, Helene Gebremskill, she lived in the tower for over 20 years. And I think that the um, sources are credible because the sources are from people that live there and the people that knew about the building. For instance, um, Helen Gebremskel, she lived in the tower for 20 years, so I'm pretty sure she knew a lot about the building and the people that lived there, and she had a lot of experience from the building. Um, what about you? Do you think the sources are reliable uh, and credible? Yeah, I think they're reliable because it's stories and events uh, from the victims. But what happened in the aftermath of the Greenfell fire? A lot of people were left homeless and a lot of people died in the incident. Uh, some people would say that the government had responsibility for the people that were made homeless. So we are now going to talk a little bit about the aftermath of the Greenfell Tower fire. The tragedy of Greenfield Tower has awakened the London community in the most violent way. The fire of June 14 consumed almost 80% of the social housing tower block. The fire has left a physical and emotional mark on the community of North Kensington, and many residents have been dealing with post-traumatic stress disorders, PTSD, and flashbacks of that terrible day. In the aftermath of the fire, people feel like the government have failed them. They feel ignored. The rehousing process has been slow and many residents have still not been provided with permanent homes. Lawyers running the request of new homes says that it's taking such a long time due to the amount of evidence and paperwork. The filmmakers choose to focus on one particular floor of the Greenfell Tower. Why do you think they did so and what floor was it? Uh, I think they mainly focused on the 21st floor. I think it's because the story is about the 10 adults and the 5 children who lived on that specific floor. It makes it easier to convey the story because one has primary sources for the event. This would be the best and most reliable source. In your opinion, do you think it was a wise choice? I think it was a wise choice to have like a starting point to the event, to be able to tell about it in a more personal way, where you can talk to the survivors from that particular floor. The documentary interviews only victims of the fire. There are, for example, no politicians, local um, administrators or firefighters in the film. How does this affect the focus? I think the choice of not having any of those in this film makes it more personal. I don't think politicians should have anything to say on this. The victims are telling their personal experiences from this tragic fire where their families were torn apart and politics has nothing to do with it. Uh, do you think it was a sensible choice by the makers of the documentary? 
Yes, I think it was a good choice because I think the focus should be on the people that lost family members and the people that died. And I also think that having politicians, local administrators or firefighters in the documentary could have influenced the message in the documentary in a bad way. Several of the interviews in this film become quite emotional as they tell their stories. Some would argue that such interviews are speculative and inconsiderate. Do you think this is a legitimate criticism in the documentary? I do not want to claim that these interviews are ruthless because they tell openly and honestly about their feelings about, for instance, deaths, among other things. And it is a documentary and documentaries should usually describe reality for what it is without hiding anything. And those who are in the documentary have chosen to share their story and did not seem pressured by the questions they had to answer. And some people also chose not to appear in the documentary. And then we know that they were given a choice to share and they didn't have to and they didn't feel pressured to share anything.